0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Anyway, speaking of money, the ESB Group tripled its after tax profits in the first half of this year, reaching 390 million euro. Of course, this comes against the backdrop of customers facing soaring energy bills. And it has led some to question why the ESB can simply not pass on these savings through Electric Ireland directly to customers. Well, let's find out why Paul Dean is with me. He's a research professor at University College Cork. Uh, Paul, let me ask you that question. First and foremost, can the ESB do something like that?
1: Hi, Kieran. Yeah, look, there's lots of numbers floating around today, and I suppose look, the the the, the short and quick answer is no. Uh, the the ESB are actually a little bit different when compared to other utilities that we have in Ireland. Look, they the the majority stakeholder is actually state, so they're actually subject to European laws. And actually, a number of years ago, when we used to have a lot of vertically integrated utilities like the ESB, as part of what we call the unbundling and to create more competition within uh, within the market, uh, the the, car, the companies were essentially carved out into separate uh, sections, with kind of silo like walls between them, so they're not actually allowed to do that, I suppose. The report is interesting today. Look, there's a lot of numbers in it, and I suppose the, a couple of numbers that jump out, as you mentioned, the profits. The, the, I suppose the most useful number there, really, is to look at the operating profits. The operating profits are a good indication of how healthy a company is, uh, and the, the number today reported by the ESB is about 357 million, which puts them in a healthy position, but actually, surprisingly, it's actually lower than what it was this time last year. It's about, it's about 6 million lower, actually, in part of that mm. reason, Kieran, is that because the ESB are a semi-state, and, and they do generate lots the revenue, they're actually obliged and they need to invest recycle a huge amount of revenue back into society and back into the economy. So another number that jumps out today as well is almost a half a billion euro of investment into critical energy infrastructure and that's needed as well. So look, yes, there's good healthy profits reported by the ESP today. Lower, uh, surprisingly enough, than compared to, to the same time last year, uh, significant nonetheless, but they're still in a healthy position.
0: OK, so the long and the short of the uh, of it, in terms of that question people might ask at the dinner table tonight, why can they not pass it on to Electric car They simply can't. They're not allowed. Electric Ireland has to compete on its own with other suppliers.
1: Exactly but there's also I suppose it's helpful maybe to manage the expectation maybe a a very useful context let's just say in a hypothetical world uh, Kieran where they could so let's just say they they could take the full uh, 100% of the 357 million and spread it around all their customers if if you imagine the kind of a rebate type system that would only translate into about 180 euros per actual customer across the the island so it's not really it's it's helpful but it's not impactful uh, and it's certainly at odds I suppose sometimes with the conversations that we're hearing politically, I suppose, from a lot of the, uh, the political departments uh, that would kind of present windfall profits or profits in a kind of a bonanza type uh, type scenario or, or as a kind of a, uh, a solution to all our problems. Yes, the profits are healthy, but when you look at the, when it's spread across all customers, it's relatively small and relatively modest.
0: Oh, yeah, that's it, because that's another interesting aspect of this. Uh, when people became aware today, you know, of that, Arrangement and the competition law that would uh, prevent the ESB passing this on through Electric Ireland, the, the 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 retort is well then let's just tax it let's just use that windfall tax and let the state gather up all of that money wouldn't make a huge difference it sounds like
1: no it it would be helpful but I suppose again it's it's always. I suppose uh, you know, useful to step back a lot of the money has already been recycled back into the economy either through investment in delivery of electricity in the investment of renewables and also again because the ESP they're supposed a little bit different to the, to the traditional utilities you know there will be a dividend coming back into the government as well so I think what the governments need to keep an eye on is what dividend will be coming back from the ESP into the, into the exchequer and how will they use that dividend you know and it's really important at this time when we're all struggling massively with our electricity bills and our energy bills that any money that comes Back in to exchequer is used particularly for targeted at low income families because they are the ones who need the highest level of support.
0: Yeah, because that's I suppose that the the other argument that is made is that, or the other observation made, uh, Paul is that uh, there are no shareholders here beyond the state, so there are not there are not individuals on the pig's back, as it were, because of these extraordinary profits.
1: Yeah, look, it's a state-owned company and again, look, there's dividends and there's uh, there's investment coming back into the country. It's not always obvious and it's not always, uh, I suppose, directly visually uh, possible to see how it happens. The other element, I suppose, where a lot of media picked up on today is the is these exceptional items that were mentioned within the ESB reports. Now, exceptional items are kind of tricky to explain, but essentially they kind of reflect kind of non-cash flows uh, within the system. And, and this refers really, I suppose, to assets and particularly around contracts that ESP have for using gas and coal and carbon credits that, it, that have increased in their value, but it doesn't necessarily translate actually into physical cash flows in the company. It's a little bit like owning a, if you buy a, a, a ticket to a football match that's a year away or a ticket to a concert that's a year away. It, it, as you get closer to the concert, the ticket, the value of that ticket might actually increase. But actually, if you go to the concert or go to the football match, you can't actually capture that market value. And that's the same thing with the ESP. They have these contracts for coal, And gas, which are reported sometimes uh, as as profits, but actually it's a it's a synthetic profit. It's almost a fiction, and you can't really put a tax on a fiction. And that's why looking at the at the operational profit is a much more healthy reflection of where the company is at the moment.
0: Paul Dean, research professor at University College Cork. Paul, as always, really interesting to talk to you. Thanks a million for taking uh, the time. The hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.